Dalen Terry completely cooks at the Shy League Pro-Am, but we're going to talk about how much does that really matter as far as the development of Dalen Terry. Patrick Williams also making improvements according to Joe Cowley over at the Chicago Sun-Times, and Zach Levine ranks number five in the top 25 shooting guard list by Hoopside. We're going to get into all that plus a mailbag right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. I'm the host here, Hayes. You guys can follow the channel right off the top at Bulls Central Pod on every social media platform we happen to be on. With all that being said, let's go ahead and get into the content for today. First up, Dalen Terry absolutely cooks at the Shy League Pro-Am. We're talking about taking players off the dribble, creating space easily. Out there, he did his P-Will impression. Now, keep in mind, Dalen Terry, even in his first offseason after being drafted by the Chicago Bulls, was in workouts with players like Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, just putting himself around some really, really good to great NBA players in his first summer. This year, already did the 5 a.m. workouts over with uh, DeMar DeRozan in Cali. Now he's cooking in a Pro-Am. Dalen Terry much like P-Will, has all the raw uh, talent that you want, right? It's putting it all together. Now, seeing him cook against a uh, lesser competition than the NBA, it's cool. Don't get me wrong. It's nice. Uh, it, it's a nice little thing to be able to show and, and, and see how he's working in this offseason. But much like where I am with Patrick Williams, until it happens on the NBA court, it only means so much, right? And that's not to say that I'm down on Daylon Terry as a prospect or his future with the Bulls or anything like that. Like, Dalen Terry needs to get on the court, and he needs to find the thing that's going to – how he makes his mark on the court for the Chicago Bulls, and then let everything else kind of come with time. Build Those building blocks, same building blocks we talk with Pete Will, right, is that you want, to, you want to do something really good, become really, really good at something, and then add to your game on top of that, but find that one skill, that one end that's going to get you in, into the lineup. And I think Dalen Terry is going to have a, a rough goal to get into the Chicago Bulls lineup unless that defense is A-1. Right. And so because of that, Dalen Terry is going to have to find his mark. Yes, the energy. Great. We know the energy that Dalen Terry brings. There are times where we would have loved to see Dalen Terry play last season just because of his energy for a team that was that was surely missing energy at times uh, next season. But when you really look at the Chicago Bulls, Billy Donovan doesn't tend to go more than nine or ten deep during the regular season and even a little bit less than that during the playoffs and in key games. And when you look at it, the starting five, while the starting five isn't set, right, is either going to be Javon Carter, Kobe White, maybe even Alice Caruso as that starting point guard, but the five, those five players are pretty much set. Then you look at Alice Caruso, Kobe White coming off the bench, Andre Drummond, that, that's, that's eight players right there, right? And so, you know, Torrey Craig as well, that's nine. So it's going to be hard. Whoever that 10th man off the bench is, it may be different depending on the matchup or who's playing well, who's on a hot streak, things like that. But I've already talked about there are going to be players they're going to be Iota Sumu, Dalen Terry, maybe even Julian Phillips you want to throw in there as well um uh, that are going to be fighting for that 10th man spot and to get those rotational minutes now it's probably not going to be a lot of minutes there on top of anything else but they're going to be fighting for those minutes and as long as you are like yeah the spirit of competition those type of things really kick up in high gear and things like that but Dalen Terry is going to have to come in to training camp ready locked in loaded the energy kind of be a little bit more focused player if he's going to want to crack those rotational minutes. And we've seen, like, if Dalen Terry can get that shot going, right, and with his speed and his athleticism, he can take players off the dribble. We just have to see it a little bit more consistently from Dalen Terry. And it goes back to kind of what I said in yesterday's mailbag episode. 
one of the biggest things with this team is just how many question marks there still are in the players that are supposed to be parts, big parts, of the Chicago Bulls' future. Dalen Terry was an 18th overall pick, the least played 18th overall pick in NBA history. If he's going to find his way on the court, he's going to have to find, he's going to have to, you know, determine what he's going to be able to do great to good, good to great, and let that be the thing that guides him in, in getting more minutes and make his mark that way. And, you know, I'm not, again, I know some people are out, especially you got some people saying, oh, Dalen Terry's not an NBA. All that shit, I'm not. That's that's noise to me. But Dalen Terry has to come in focused. He has to come in poised. And he has to come in realizing what is the one thing that you're going to do great. Or if you're going to do multiple things really, really good, that can get you on the court too. If you can be that Swiss Army Knife player, I just don't know if Dalen Terry is apt right now to be able to give the Bulls that. I think eventually, absolutely, that's going to be Dalen Terry's role. But is he able to give it now? That's the biggest question around Dalen Terry. But again, the shout out to him for cooking. Shout out to him for flashing all the little potential. All the that sounded very, very bad. I, I didn't mean it that way. Oh, uh, but shout out to him for flashing the potential that he has, and you know things like that, and just reminding people like Dalen Terry is. A, it was an NBA prospect for a reason, and so let's hope that uh, you know, uh, head of player development. Let's hope he comes in. Let's hope you know that energy that he has is a little bit more focused. That defense uh, uh, that he can bring. Let's hope that that ends up playing a role for the Chicago Bulls. Now, with that said, uh, you know, the, the player that we're always, every single summer we're talking about is Patrick Williams. And uh, Joe Kelly had this quote in the Chicago Sun-Times. By all accounts, the number four overall pick from 2020 draft is as prepared for the upcoming season as he's ever been. According to insiders, Williams not only has improved his game, but also his body and mindset. That is the key. That, that, that That's the key, right? I, I'm not even worried about him improving and working out his body and things like that. I think. Uh, Patrick Williams already had an NBA made ready body. Shout out to him on that. Um, but the mindset is the thing, right? And if, if insiders from around the Chicago Bulls that have seen this guy year in and year out are saying that his mindset has improved, let's hope that that actually displays itself on the court for the Chicago Bulls. Because listen, AP will that takes that next step, right? Regardless of what it is, I'm not even talking about a leap. I'm talking about just a next step. If P. will takes the ne next natural development, we talked about it. Adding 100 blocks, adding 100 rebounds to his game, that helps. That's going to help him get more uh, easy shots, right? That's going to help his confidence. It's going to help everything with that. And, you know, I was over on Locked On Bulls with Pat the Designer, and, you know, Pat talked about, okay, how is P. Will, and now a year after being the Bulls' best three-point shooter, how is he going to adjust and adapt now to teams closing out on him on that three-point line to stop him from being able to get that three-pointer off, right? Now, we all know that P. Will can uh, hopefully increase the, the quickness of a shot. That's something that he needs to do either way. But, like, now, can you can you add to what you did in three-point shooting and defense last season now with taking players off the dribble? Because if you can, and finishing around the rim, that little push floater that he had, if those things start becoming part of his game and he still keeps the, three, the solid three-point shooting that he had, we're talking about now a player that's going to go naturally from 10 points per game to probably more about 12 to 13 points per game. And that can help the Bulls, right? Being able to take players off the dribble, at your position of being power forward, that's going to help P. Will tremendously. So ultimately, you know, you, you you would like to hear those things, and hopefully once training camp opens, we hear like, hey, P. Will came into training camp and he was coming at people, right? That's what we need to see from P. Will. That's the next step in P. Will's development. The leap and thing that leap may happen gradually over time. He's still, what, about to be 22 years old here in a couple of weeks, um, but still younger than a lot of rookies coming in. And while my co-host, Pat over at Locked on Bulls likes to say that P. Will is a bust. I don't share that mentality. As long as young as he is, it's way too early to write the story 
on Patrick Williams, in my opinion. And so, you know, the building blocks, we need to start seeing that happen for P. Will. And hopefully this is the season that we see him add something else, right? Three-point shooting, defense, we know that he can bring now. That's solid. That's part of his game. You can't overlook that. But now if you can add taking players off the dribble, if you can add finishing around the rim, if you can add going after rebounds a little bit harder, right? Those type of things are what definitely increases that ceiling and adds that next building block and that next step along the development of Patrick Williams. That's what I hope to see, but we'll see. All right, Zach Levine also cracked the top 20, I'm sorry, the top five of hoop, hoop type list of top uh, shooting guards in the league. And so Levine sat at number five. Only players above him were Jalen Brown, Donovan Mitchell, Anthony Edwards, and Devin Booker, all players that I think people feel pretty confident in saying are definitely above uh, what, we, what we've seen from Zach Levine um, uh, here lately. And yes, Zach Levine has been injured. He was injured to finish the season before last, and he was injured to start last season. But when you look at his averages, he still averaged 24 points per game, uh, uh, 4.5 rebounds, 4.2 assists, almost a steal per game from Zach Levine, and almost 50% shooting, and he played 77 games last season, which is one of the highest in Zach Levine's career. He also, though, is he's the 16th overall paid player in the NBA. So you, you, th- to have the to have the high expectations from a player like Zach Levine, considering what he gets paid, isn't bad at all. Like, I can't knock anybody for having those high expectations. Zach Levine wasn't an all-star last year either. So, you know, here's the thing. People question, can Zach Levine get back to being, I don't care about any of that anymore. I care about wins. How are you performing in the biggest games? Are you stepping up? How are you performing in the clutch, right? Are you, are you limiting those mental mistakes that you made with your ball handling, turnovers, other things like that? How are you now helping it to add towards wins? That's the next barrier for Zach Levine. All-Stars, yeah, he was back-to-back All-Star, then missed last season. All that's cool. He was top 10 in the scoring in the league in scoring one year. All that's cool. But winning. How do you play specifically and up your game in a way that's needed when it comes to winning basketball games? That's the next question. We talk about the next step for a player like Patrick Williams and Daylon Terry. The next step for Zach Levine is we know the numbers that you can put up, and we know you can do it efficiently as well. But how are you going to step up your defense when it's needed, right? And we saw a little bit of that last season. Zach Levine had more sub-108 defensive rating games all the last season than he had almost the entirety of his career before then. So he did make a step defensively. But how more consistent can you be in those areas? What Zach Levine does that contributes to winning is the biggest barrier now next for him when you look at like just players that need to step up their game. Zach Levine needs to be better prime. We know you can put up those numbers. We, we, we get you. You're in your prime. You definitely should be putting up numbers. But how do you do it in, in, in games and impact winning? We saw it. several games to start finishing the season last year. Zach Levine just needed somebody to step up and help him make a shot. He, there were games where Zach Levine had the 30-point uh, scoring games that kept the Bulls in games. He did not get the support from his team with hitting open shots for, for us to then win those games. How do you now do that now with having Javon Carter, who was, what, I think top 10 in the league in three-point shooting last year? Um, uh, and, 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 you know, Torrey Craig out there, defensive monster, him and Javon Carter. Now that you have those additions to your team, how do you now improve your game? We talked about how much better Zach Levine played post the All-Star break after adding Patrick Beverly to the team, right? Can you now make that more consistent this season? Can you do that more consistently? That's what we want to see from Zach Levine. The numbers are all fine. He was 15th in the league overall in scoring last season. Shout out to you. Hats off to you on that. But can you do it and win? So when you look at pre-All-Star versus post-All-Star break last season, once Patrick Beverly was added to the team, 
Pre-All-Star break, Zach Levine averaged 24 points per game on 50, 46% shooting from the field, 36% shooting from three-point range, taking 17 and 17, basically 18 shots per game, basically the same numbers as DeMar DeRozan, right? He also averaged four, uh, five rebounds, basically 4.1 assists and a steal per game. That was all pre-All-Star break. Post-All-Star break, Zach Levine shot the ball 53% from the field, 39% from three-point range, averaging 27 uh, minutes per game, taking only a half a shot more per game. On top of that, his rebounding number took a step down with 3.5. His assist number actually went up at 4.7. So Zach Levine, when he plays with the point guard, looks pretty damn good. But the fact of the matter still remains that we need to see it be consistent. If Zach Levine can have those averages on that 53% shooting at 27 points per game, at that point you are talking about a player that statistically is giving you the output that you want. But how does he play in the nitty and gritty, in the, in the actual watching the game? How does he perform? How do those turnovers look? As well, Zach Levine's turnovers went down by almost a half a turnover per, per game post-All-Star break. We need to continue to see that growth from Zach Levine next season now that you're going to have, theoretically, your point guard in, De- in Javon Carter to start off the season next year. But all right, before we leave the show today, we do have one uh, text message that we want to get into. This one's from Jason from Jersey, and he says this. We all feel like one of the ways the Bulls can improve is if P. Will makes a jump. I honestly don't think he needs to make a jump, but add another building block to his game. Same way Kawhi got to improve his game, adding a little something each season. Great point there. Pat's first season here, he showed he can defend really well. His second season was injuries for the most of the year, so that's a throwaway. Last season, he showed he can be a three-point threat while still being a great defender. So my question to you is, what building block skill would you like to see Pat add to his game this season? And do you think him... Uh, displaying the certain skill with this three-point game and defense would help improve the team. Great point. I think I kind of attacked that at the start, uh, opening of the show. I want to see Patrick Williams take players off the dribble more confidently. They're going to close out on him now. The scouting report on Patrick Williams next season is going to be three-point shot. He's gonna, he's good. He gets it off slow, right? He's going to hesitate to take it sometimes. Close out on P. Will. Do not allow him to take a wide-open three comfortably. That's what I expect the scouting report to be on P. Will next season. So then. Considering one of the reasons and benefits that you have playing at the power forward position is you're quicker than a lot of power forwards. Can you learn to take players off the dribble, right? Can you do that when they close out on you? Do you have the patience, the poise, and the basketball IQ to understand when a defense is trying to close out on you and then take that player off the dribble and finish at the rim, whether it is to get a foul or, or, or anything else, right? Get to, the, get to the line, force them to stop you. That's what I want to see from people's game because I tell you what, if you have a driving and three-point threat, as well as a defender at that power forward position, that definitely helps the team considerably there. But P. Will has to have the right mindset to get it. Let me know what you guys think on that question down below. That's it for today. Make sure you guys are following the show at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullcentralpod at gmail.com. Lastly, you want to leave a text message and our voicemail for our mailbag episodes. The number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. And like I liked in every episode on. Go Bulls. Love you guys. See red if you can, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.